Welcome to Therapy Snacks. I'm your host, Molly Zive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Just like snacks, these episodes are digestible, accessible, and offer a variety of ways to think about our mental health. This is not to substitute for treatment. Please rate, subscribe, and share right now. Welcome to Therapy Snacks. I am so excited for our guest today, Abby Peterson. She is the founder and CEO of Magnify Wellness. How are you, Abby? Hi, Molly. I'm doing great. Um, Happy Friday. Woohoo! It's a long weekend, too. Or it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited, too. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And for those of you who don't know Abby, Abby is incredible. She's a young woman who is just taking over the tech industry with this app. Abby, how did you get started on something like this? Yeah, so I am currently a incoming sophomore at Western Washington University, majoring in computer science and minoring in entrepreneurship and innovation in their honors college and CS slash math scholars program to help underrepresented groups enter a STEM career. And so I always knew I wanted to major in something technical ever since I was why I was exposed to technology at a really young age. I really grew growing up, I really enjoyed playing video games, whether that was Super Mario Bros or um, Wii Sports, just things like that. And mm-hmm. then I got exposed to coding in seventh grade when my mom introduced me to this annual event called Hour of Codes, um, code by code.org, the nonprofit. And I was just completely entranced by how I could type anything that my imagination wanted and turn it into reality. And I was just so amazed by that because I consider myself a very creative and observant person. And I really wanted a way to creatively express myself, but something that would also I could see. So see and interact with. And so I just kept um, working really hard with coding, whether that was teaching other people how to code at like different camps and workshops, um, participating in like undergraduate AI research, or that was like building small desktop applications for small businesses in my community. And that's what really led me to, um, that's what really led me to wanting to major in major in computer science in college. But mm-hmm. what really got me into Magnify Wellness was partially because of that experience seventh grade, but also because I've always had a passion for solving problems. Um, it was my sophomore year of high school when I lived in Hawaii and I was selected for this 10-day social tech entrepreneurship boot camp where I got exposed to how to solve real world technology slash social issues using the power of computer science, um, UX, UI, um, just all sorts of different aspects of technology. And I realized that all all of my other three teammates, because we were grouped in like teams of four, they all were um, experiencing similar issues that they were seeing in the mental health space, like disparities within the mental health space and um, related issues of that. And so we all combined our skills and talents together to create a sort of like a minimum viable product of a startup. And, you know, this would happen three years ago. And fast forward to 2020, I noticed 
there was ever since COVID-19 happened, um, I noticed that there was like almost like a 40% increase in like anxiety disorder reports. Um, people my age were feeling really lonely and isolated because everything was closed. And so I desired to take the experiences I had from coding, practicing coding all these years and going to my entrepreneurship, um, 10 day entrepreneurship bootcamp to create an iOS app that would allow everyone to realize the mental health resources and support there. Because the main issue I see is that there are resources out there to help you, but either you can't afford them or you don't really know how to access them or where to find them. And so mm -hmm. that's really what Magnify Wellness is all about. Mm -hmm. Accessibility, love it. So I have so many questions. You threw so much information at me. For those, for those of us who doesn't who don't know what STEM is, what does STEM stand for? Yeah, so STEM is an acronym that stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. It's it's a it's a great acronym that is just used to describe like all of the innovations that we see today, whether that's our phone that we have near us or um, a microwave. It's, it's really just a great acronym to describe those things. Um, and recently, a lot of people have been changing the word STEM to STEAM to, inc to include people who are interested in like the arts. So now it's STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, art, and math, because I learned that um, graphic design is also a really important component to building um, socially impactful technological innovation. That is very, very interesting. And I'm mm -hmm. sure you're learning all, I'm so impressed by you and that you get to minor in entrepreneurship. I also wanted to ask you, you said something about un, underrepresented groups. What mm -hmm. drew you to that aspect? What drew me to that aspect of underrepresented groups was that um, I am an underrepresented minority in computer science uh, myself. And so I, I personally, you know, have personal experience with feeling like the only woman in the room who is interested in computer science. I mean, my first CS class um, was full of like, I was in high school my freshman year and they were all like juniors and seniors and they were all like 99% of the classroom was, was male and um, that's completely fine. But it was just, I just wanted someone I could like relate to, like, you know, talk about things that um, I'm interested in and have someone that, you know, looked like me. And so I really just stuck with this one other girl who was sitting in the classroom with me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And so now I just kind of realize like the importance of having um, representation in the field because it gives everyone the opportunity to feel like they belong and that they can also make an impact too, because I strongly believe in the statement that you can't be what you can't see. Mm, I love that. I love that. And also, yeah. I mean, besides being a female, how else do you identify? Hmm, let's see. Yeah, so I identify as someone who's um, female, Asian American. I actually also identify as like an international adoptee. I was actually adopted from China at a really young age, at like almost 10 months old. And so wow. I, I wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't really like totally um, invested in the culture at all, really, because I was adopted to the United States at such a young age. But um, I'm really thankful for that because I know that, you know, I have, I've been given so many great opportunities here, whether that was with going to that amazing startup camp or doing Magnify, like I've been just given so many amazing mm -hmm. opportunities here, but something I kind of regret um, not really 
um, like investing in when I was younger was like learning how to speak Mandarin or Cantonese or going to more, um, you know, Lunar New Year events that were related to my Chinese heritage. So something mm -hmm. that my goal is for the future is to learn more basic um, Mandarin and to um, learn more about the history of my heritage. That's amazing. I didn't know you were adopted. I really appreciate you sharing that with us. I think that gives, it's so inspiring. Like it just, not only did you inspire me before, but it just like adds this oh. other layer of just <laughs> inspiration and the fact that you want to connect to your culture. I mean, what does that, what does that do for you? Like, I know that you didn't grow up in China, but how do you, how does that feel for you to learn Mandarin and to look into your culture? Hmm. It feels exciting and a little bit unknown to me because mm -hmm. so I, I big props to my mom because she she um, she signed me up for private um, Mandarin lessons, but this was my fault. Like I didn't really pay much attention because I was like five and I was like, oh, I just want to play video games. Like I'm not really into this. Mm -hmm. But so that's like another regret I have is I wish I like really made the most of like that opportunity opportunity that I had like because I know like when you're young and you start to learn a language that you can become fluent by the time you're like um, in high school and so something that um that it looks like for me is that it just feels like uh, it feels a little unknown like what does it feel or look like to mm -hmm. be learning a language that I started to learn when I was five but then I like stopped like what does it look like to um re-enter that mm-hmm yeah, I think it's it's difficult when you're not like fully immersed in it. I grew up in a border town to Mexico mm -hmm. and I took Spanish in high school and oh, cool. my stepdad is Spanish. Like there's all these reasons why I should know Spanish and <laughs> I get really hard on myself for not like knowing it and being fluent in it. But it, if we're not immersed in it all the time and forced yeah. to use it, it's difficult to obtain in my opinion. Exactly. I agree. If you're not in the environment, then it's super hard to, um, to just naturally know. Yeah, exactly. So I love that you're telling us about your history and who you are today and how you identify. I think you're inspiring a lot of people, especially women who inspires mm -hmm. you. Ooh, that's a great question. I love that question. Well, let's see who inspires me. I would say that there's this other, uh, female entrepreneur who started her own um, therapy startup called Real. You should definitely check it out. I think yeah. they're amazing. How do you spell that? Oh yeah, it's spelled R-E-A-L. I'm going to check it out. You should definitely check it out. I think you would absolutely love it. So she also is, I can relate to her in a lot of ways. Um, one being is that she started off um, being pursuing CS in, at Stanford, but then she had this experience at Stanford where she realized like how real the mental health crisis is and like, like mm -hmm. how devastating and how real it is and how like, why, why are people so sad? Like, you know, and so I just, she just, it really just opened her eyes to like the real issues of um, today's world. And so that literally made her drop out of school to become a full-time entrepreneur and like, raise 3 million and like seed funding to launch her startup. And wow. it's just so inspiring to me, not because, you know, she, she um, dropped out, but because she pursued her passions and really just 
went for something like she saw a problem and went for it even though there aren't a lot of people for her to look up to like Mm -hmm. when I was growing up I didn't have any like um female CEOs or like female Mm -hmm. um computer programmers to um really look up to so she's kind of just paving the way for younger people like me to just pursue their passions when um it just seems like there's a lot of odds against them Mm -hmm. I would say another person that um inspires me in like a more neutral like calmer way is definitely uh my best friend she's kind of she's kind of like really really good at um keeping me down to earth and Mm -hmm. helping me realize the bigger picture when I'm stressed because I admit that I'm definitely a type a I want everything to happen now um she's more type b she just you know wants she just kind of goes the flow and just um doesn't take life too seriously like I do and so she really just balances me out when you know things just go don't go my way like she helps balance me out and um, also you inspire me too because you're so kind to everyone you meet so I I would say that um you all inspire me a lot yeah thank you so much it's so nice that you (laughs) say that I'm I'm like (laughs) thinking about that first girl you're talking about Samford and I think that it it is really inspiring when you see these when you see people who don't who go against the grain, right? Like I I was told from a very young age, which college are you going to? Not like, are you going to college, right? Like I didn't know I had a choice other than I'm going to college, right? The education system. So when you see people who are like these social disruptors, I guess you would call them. And I even say, I don't, you know, you're, you're younger than me, a lot younger than me. And so even like the clients and even my brother who's in high school, like they aren't really necessarily like thinking college is the end all be all. And I think that's really cool. Like, I think it's like interesting to know that, that there doesn't just have to be like this one thing, this one funnel, and we can be creative and entrepreneurial and we don't have to necessarily have a college degree and go into a bunch of debt. And this is a whole other tangent, but what I'm saying is it's just nice. It inspires me when I see people who go against the grain and like go for what they believe in and what they're passionate in. I I definitely would agree with that too. Like, even though that it isn't, you know, the, the traditional, path of success that society is like um for kind of forced upon us Mm -hmm. they they just they're just like no they say no and they do what they think is going to really um help Mm -hmm. humanity a lot yeah exactly and speaking of helping how does magnify wellness help people so magnify wellness helps people through like a variety of different ways. So it started as an iOS app that I coded my senior year of high school. So just last year, actually, and it has what makes it different than other um, mental health apps that are on the app store is that number one, it's completely free. Like it doesn't cost to download. There's no um, required in-app purchases that are hidden. Um, it's also student driven because I coded this app while still a student um, trying to get into college, but I saw a problem and I really wanted to solve it and also help my own personal mental health, health, mental health too. And Mm -hmm. number three is that it has a plethora of features that most other mental health apps I saw did not have. And these features were chosen because I saw, I, I had personal experiences with let's say uh, gratitude journaling. And so I knew that helped me and I saw it helping other people and the psychological positive effects of journaling out your feelings and things like that. And so I included a feature of that 
in the iOS app. And so there's just a bunch of different features all in one that could fit a different person. Like for example, some people don't want to talk to a real person for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. so talking to like a 24 seven chatbot that's like completely anonymous can help mitigate that by like still, you know, getting their feelings out there, but also not like being vulnerable, but still like, but not like feeling like another person could possibly um, judge them or somebody does want to talk to a real counselor. And so I coded a feature that connects to a, um, a counseling center near where I live. And so it's, so I just really just had the users in mind when I created this iOS app, not, you know, limiting, limiting it to only the people that could um, afford a mental health app or the people that only could only wanted like wanted multiple options for features mm-hmm. not just a couple mm-hmm. and so that's really like the main the main um, purpose of magnify wellness is to just connect the right users to the right um, resources mm-hmm. and besides that um, I mean we have a lot of other um, resources we have like this 2000 plus database of like different um mental health resources it's called the um mental health forever card database um we also have like different monthly events we have like this 400 plus slack community where people can network and meet new friends and share opportunities and play these games and team bonding um we also have like let's see um we also have like an ambassador fellowship and like we have 30 plus clubs around the globe where people can join and um, journal together. So we just have a lot of different free opportunities that people can do to educate themselves on what mental health really is and to improve their own mental well-being as well. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I am just so blown away. And all of all of the stuff that you do offer, all of these great resources, all these great tools, who's working on all of this? Like you must not be able to do all of this on your own, right? Yeah, definitely not. Like I thought, you know, selfishly, I thought I could like at the very beginning, I was doing all of the graphics and doing all of the marketing and uh, development of the app myself. And I realized this is getting a little too much. Like Mm -hmm. I, I'm not the best at graphic design and, and maybe marketing. And so I, I need help. And so what I did was I, I'm honestly kind of shocked by how much my generation, Generation Z, is so tech savvy and committed to entrepreneurship. Like, like when I was growing up, um, you know, back in like the 2000s, like I um, was like, had no idea what entrepreneurship was. But now everywhere I look, everyone's like starting their own startup, mm-hmm. nonprofit or whatever company. So it's, so it's kind of fascinating. And so um, building off of that, like there's a bunch of groups for like, student entrepreneurs looking for um, people to build a team. And so I just sent out like a little blurb saying, hey, this is my iOS app. It has like a lot of positive feedback and I need help like expanding it beyond an iOS app. And I was really amazed and pleasantly surprised that like over 60 plus people were like um, available and excited as I was about Magnify's mission of equal access for mental health support. Mm -hmm. And so I selected the best of the best people and formed my team and were most of them have stayed to this day, like almost a year later, just continuing our mission and really focusing on um, growth and reaching everybody. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's, it has a lot to do with the mission, Abby, but honestly, it's because of you. It's because of like what you put out into, you know, the world. And when people see that type of energy, they, they want to work with that. They want to learn from you. So I think that a lot of credit goes to you. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I never really thought of it that way. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really I, glad people do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think it's true. I mean, not to, I think coding an iOS app is really impressive. Something that I do not know how to do. It's a different language to <laughs> me, but I think that a lot of people can do that, but the essence and like your commitment mm. and compassion and your drive, I think people are really attracted to that. And that's why you're also seeing a lot of you're in the entrepreneurial space too. So like the people that you surround yourself with are also elevating you, right? They like the power of five, like the five people that you hang out with are like who mm -hmm. you aspire to be. So I, I, I just mm -hmm. think that you're in that space at such a young age, doesn't matter what your age is, but I mean, you're going to mm -hmm. be, you're going to be taken off girl. What does your future look like? What do you, what do you want to do for this world? Like what is your big goal? Oh my gosh, Molly, you're, I just love how you're just so good at hyping me up and making me feel like so confident. Like I honestly feel like I could just change the world, like literally like the second, <laughs> like the entire world, but you I already think are. yeah, I, I hope so. Um, I think my future plans. Wow. Um, so I actually think about the future a lot and I think that's both a blessing and a curse, mm -hmm. um, but something my my main goal for my future is to not a smaller scale it would be to release magnify 2.0 which by the way whoever is listening to this podcast can know that magnify wellness 2.0 is coming out next month so woo! Woo! i'm super excited for that because it is it's a complete ui redo lots of new features and it's Kind of taking everything I learned as like an entrepreneur like this past year and combining it into one marvelous mental health app. So that's like my short-term goal. But my long-term goal for my future is that I hope my future looks I hope my future looks more secure in the hmm. in the sense that I will hmm, in the sense that I will have magnify really settled to the where I don't have to where I don't have to focus so much on you know growth and the next program like everything will just kind of be evened out with that but also mm -hmm. I really want it I really want to reach 1 million people through magnify wellness in in users in um, whether that's in the slack community because that way I'll feel like a millionaire in the sense that I helped a million people rather than I made a million dollars, but I helped a million people. And I mm -hmm. think that's more rewarding in the long run because I, I think that that's not temporary, that it will probably, you know, last a very long time in mm -hmm. people's lives. So that's really um, my main goal for Magnify, but mm -hmm. it's more of a career kind of goal. Like I, really want to either be like a software engineer or a product manager because I have experience with both um, doing while doing Magnify. Like I did the coding of the entire iOS beta app version one and now 2.0, but I also did a lot of product stuff with it, like what the users want and designing it. So either one of those careers for the rest of my life would be 
um, quite amazing. But no, wherever Magnify goes, I always want to be, I always want to be pursuing um, Magnify's uh, goals. And maybe Magnify will like shoot off the ground. Like maybe it will become my full-time job, but mm -hmm. um, we'll see what happens with that. And mm -hmm. ultimately I just want to help people. Like I genuinely love volunteering. I grew up volunteering and everywhere I could. And it's really just close to my heart. So I just really want to just keep helping people feel mm -hmm. happier. Oh, that's really, really sweet. Amazing. And you already are, and you already put out to the universe. So 1 million people are going to be using your app. How yes, many people? Manifest it. Yes. Yes. Power of manifestation. How many people have downloaded your app? Do you know, like roughly? Ooh. Yeah, roughly. I think it's like 1100 now. That's amazing. That's so cool. Thank 11, you. I'm 1100 and counting. 1100 and counting. Yes. I like to say plus, I don't like to just say 1100. <laughs> no, I totally, I hear you. I hear you. And, um, this has been so incredible to just pick your brain. You are so, so, so smart. I want to ask you, why do you think therapy is cool? So I think therapy is cool because it helps people learn more about themselves and help and learn more about themselves in the, in the sense that if you know more about yourself, you know more about, you know, why, why you're upset when this happened or why this made you feel very happy. It just helps you learn how to treat yourself better so that in the future you potentially can treat other people better too, because something I kind of learned throughout my, um, my life, even though, you know, I'm still young, I'm only 19, I'm going on 20 this month, this month. So, you know, I'm still happy birthday. Thanks, Molly. Like I'm still, you know, kind of young, still in college, but something I did learn through observation was that hurt people hurt people. Like mm -hmm. if you're hurt inside, then you'll rub that off on people. And even in my personal experience, when I'm having like a bad day, usually it's not the other person that did something wrong. It's because I'm just really grumpy about something. So basically I think that therapy could help. It's amazing. Like it could help mitigate that. Like if you just have a better relationship with yourself, then those problems could, you know, like be avoided easier. And also I just think that it really helps like with your self love and with um, even with like all aspects of life, your career, your relationships, um, finances, like it just helps you have more of like an open mind and level head and um, I've been to therapy before and it's really helped me with um, having like, whether that's like positive affirmations or like learning actionable steps I could take to let go of negative things that are impacting my future. Like just holding on to like past things that are affecting like my, my future lenses. So overall therapy is very important. It's very cool and it needs to be less stigmatized like I believe as my role model Ariella Safira the founder and CEO of Real says therapy doesn't need to just be normalized it needs to be celebrated mm -hmm. oh I love that give me the chills it's so true so true yes. very well said articulated it's hard to believe that you're only 19 and I'm not an ageist I'm just like so impressed by you. You have so much insight and self-awareness. And I think that that's exactly what therapy brings is like that level of mm -hmm. self-awareness. So sounds like it's working for you. Abby, if we want to get to know you, want to learn more about Magnify Wellness, how, how can we find out more? 
Let's see. So you can find Magnify Wellness on most of all social media platforms. We're really big on Instagram. So you can find us at, at Magnify Wellness app. Um, you can also email our info email to find out more information at info at magnifywellness.org. Um, our official website is magnifywellness.org, which gives you um, all the info. But if you want to get in contact with me, if you have any like specific questions about this about um, this interview at this podcast, or just want to connect with me, you can find me at a peterson s o n at magnifywellness.org. Awesome. And I will link all of that in the show notes. Abby, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Molly, for the invite. This is great. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with me. I think it's really important to take care of yourself and listening to podcasts and being with yourself is so important. It sends out a ripple effect. When you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your family and your community. So keep up the great work. If you want to learn more about this podcast, go to therapysnacks.org or you can find us on Instagram at therapy underscore snacks. You can find the host, me, Molly, at Molly Zive Therapy on Instagram. All right, everyone, have a good rest of your day. Take care.